Welcome to Sealing God's People with your host, Dennis Beard. Baptism, central or not, there's going to be more souls that miss heaven simply because they haven't read the Word of God for themselves. When you seek the Lord, He's going to show you the truth, not some ecumenical council and synod from centuries ago, and a progressive Word of God that is progressing in truth. The path of the justice is a shining light that shineth more and more into the perfect day. What was salvation in the Old Testament in keeping the law? There, then, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, things changed. Before the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord dying upon Golgotha on Calvary's cross, then they had John's baptism, forerunner of Jesus, according to Malachi 3, and they'd be a forerunner in Malachi 4. Before the great and terrible day of the Lord would come, the messenger sent before his face. That was John in the spirit of Elijah. Well, that was a baptism of repentance. You just simply repented. That was fine in the present truth. But then, there was a Passover and Leavened Bread and First Fruits, the Lamb of God slain and buried, rose again, and that fulfilled that word of God in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Then, since that time, that how did, how did we get into it? Well, the keys were given to Peter. And this is what's denied in most of the Protestant church world today, basing things on what they call the church, the church fathers, Martin Luther and uh, John and Charles Wesley and the methodical uh, being the Methodist church and Finney and the rest of them, is that they simply said repentance was it back centuries ago. Well, what they did not take a look at is that it's more and that in progressive revelation, in truth, that we have to receive that truth there and in the book of Acts, the Acts of the Apostles. That's after the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. Peter, Peter having the keys to the kingdom. Now, when they were pricked in their heart on the day of Pentecost, said, men and brethren, what must we do? It did not say, the word of God did not say, repent and you're saved. Matter of fact, Paul states it just the opposite. In Romans, he states that godly sorrow worketh repentance unto salvation, not to be repented of. It's not salvation, but it works it works unto salvation. But then, what is salvation? Well, John 3, you must be born again. Jesus stated it. Born of the water and the spirit. Well, we didn't have that formula until Peter, who had the keys of the kingdom, gave it to us on the day of Pentecost. That's the church age, to get into the church. It was simply stated in Acts 2.38, what we must do. Peter having the keys of the kingdom, being the preacher and the administrator of that word on the day of Pentecost, said, repent. Don't stop there. You stop there, you don't make it. And be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. Why? Because he's the Holy One. There's no Holy Trinity in the Word of God. Anybody says that is deceived. They haven't read the Word of God. They've taken what is called in the Protestant church world throughout the world that the mystery of Babylon and the great, the mother parts, abominations of the world has proclamated in the drunken of the wine of the wrath of her fornication, stating that 
you are saved. There is no uh, sanctification of the spirit. She says, I said, a queen, I am no widow. I will see no sorrow, no birth pangs, no tribulation, no persecution. Thank you very much. And that is a false doctrine. Those that state that baptism does not save you directly opposes the scriptures. Let's take a look. It says there in the church of Smyrna, many say they are Jews and are not, but are the synagogue of Satan. I didn't say it, the word of God did. What's the synagogue of Satan? Well, they say they're Jews. What are Jews? We need to know the spiritual meaning of that Jew. Romans 2, 28 and 29. He is not a Jew that is one outwardly in the circumcision of the flesh. And that's not a natural Jew. He is a Jew that is one inwardly. And that circumcision of the heart in the spirit, the human spirit of man. Whose praise is not a man, but of God. That's Romans 2, 28 and 29. Well, very few read that. Very few even acknowledge that. And the ones that have not had that spiritual circumcision of the heart say they're Jews, say they're saved, say they're sanctified and on their way to heaven. But the word of God, Jesus stating there to the church at Smyrna and Philadelphia, that these are the synagogue of Satan. They're not a temple of God, they're a temple of Satan. I didn't say it, the Lord did. But you have to search out the book and read, not one of these things will fail. Well, that is... Uh, it, it critical for us to understand what a Jew is and how do you have that circumcision of the heart? How do you believe with the heart? With a mouth, confession is made unto salvation, but with the heart, man believe it, not with a mind, not with a human intellect, with the heart. How do you believe with the heart? Well, there's only one way, and that's circumcision of the heart. You'll see that in Romans 6, 1 through 4. You'll see it in Colossians 10, 2. Colossians, the second chapter, 10 through 12. And it tells you that that circumcision of the heart, the circumcision made without hands, the circumcision with the body, the sins of the flesh destroyed, is only way is by baptism. Buried with him in baptism, raised in the newness of life. Somebody said, that's not faith. Yes, it is through faith in the operation of God when he raised him from the dead. It's a spiritual operation in that circumcision of Christ. A circumcision made without hands. It's a spiritual circumcision, simply acknowledging uh, and invoking the name of Jesus Christ, not Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Father's not a name. Son's not a name. The Holy Ghost's name is Jesus. He said, I'll send the Holy Ghost in my name. What name? Jesus. Jesus proclaimed the name of the Father. John 17, I manifested thy name, Father, kept through thine own name, those that thou hast given me. He comes in Jerusalem on the coat of fowl of an ass. Hosanna, Hosanna, blessed is, he, blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. What's the name of the Lord? Jesus. There's no other name. You'll see that in Acts 4, 12. There's no other name among men under heaven given unto us whereby we must be saved. In the name Jesus, the revealed name of God, the blood name, the redemption name of God Almighty, which is Jesus, Jehovah's salvation. They're saying and they're in the Trinity churches that it is Acts 2.38 is a triune scripture. How stupid can and ignorant can you be? Repent and be baptized, every one of you in the name, singular, of, of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost in Matthew 28.19. That is not a triune God. The Father is the administrative office of the Spirit. The Son is the redemption office of that same Spirit. The Holy Ghost is the power office of that same Spirit. One Spirit, one God, the Holy One of Israel, as declared in the prophets as well as in the epistles 
and Jesus himself, that he states that except you believe that I am he, John 8, 24, the Father, you shall die in your sins. More people are going to miss heaven because they believe these ecumenical councils and synods of a trinity triune God. There is no such thing in the scripture, never has been. The apostles' doctrine was there is only one Lord God, and that God is Jesus Christ. That servant who literally is our redemption, who is our Savior, the Lamb of God, is the Father of glory. You'll see that in Philippians 2, 6 through 8, as well as Isaiah 43, 10. You are my witnesses, thus saith the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen. Somebody said, well, that's two. No, it's not, because God said that you may know and believe me and understand I am he. That is the Lord God. How did he do it? Before me, there was no God formed, neither shall be after me. That is as plain as anyone can see, that he is God, thy Savior, the Lord, thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. That's what is taking the world now. The ones that are naysayers that sit back there in Babylon and point the finger and say, we deny the true God and eternal life, having three persons in a Godhead, uh, there have denied the only Lord God, and they are vessels meet for destruction. These are the ones talked about in Jude, that they were foreordained to this condemnation, ungodly men turned the grace of our Lord into lasciviousness, denying the only Lord God. Not, a, not There's no Trinity, only the one Lord, Jesus Christ. And then that synagogue, uh, there where the temple of the Holy Ghost, there's only one God, the Father's in you. That's the Lord Jesus Christ, the Spirit of the Son, whereby we call Abba Father. That is Galatians 4, 6. There's only one Spirit of God, and the Lord is that Spirit, 2 Corinthians 3, 17. Nowhere in the Word of God did it say that you are saved without baptism. Mark 16, he that believeth and is saved shall be baptized. But they tell you, he that believeth and is saved shall be baptized, but baptism doesn't save you, which they are liars. They're deceitful beasts. They are the instruments of destruction. If they do not repent, there remains no hope for them. They are the synagogue of Satan stated in Smyrna. They say they're Jews and are not, but are the synagogue of Satan, denying the only Lord God. Paul stated it in Acts 20, 29. In Acts 20, 28, he talked about take to yourselves, Take heed to yourselves and over all the flock over the which the Holy Ghost has made you overseers to feed the church of God, which he, singular personal pronoun, hath purchased with his, singular personal pronoun, own blood. There's only one there, not a trinity. There, the very next verse, Acts 20, 29, he said immediately after my departure, grievous wolves shall come in, not sparing the flock, who among you in the church will bring in perverse things. These things there have overthrown the faith and coming against the doctrine of Christ as Antichrist and doctrine in lieu of Christ. Take a look at it. It states there in 1 Peter 3, in the days and the long suffering of God in the days of Noah, eight souls were saved by water. The like figure, baptism, doth also now save us. Baptism doth also now save us. Not to put away the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God. To have a conscious purge from dead works to serve the living God is only by baptism. You can pray all day long, fast all day long, give your body to be burned, understand all mysteries. But if you do not take on the name of Jesus in water baptism in the name of Jesus Christ, uh, 
then there's no circumcision of the heart. There's no believing in the heart. And the word of God tells us it's the synagogue of Satan. You'll see it in Acts 4.12. There's no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. That name is not Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Those are titles. The name Jesus Christ is the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Somebody said, well, I got it, Father, Son, Holy Ghost, and baptized there, and it's the same as taking on the name of Jesus. No, it's not. There's no redemptive uh, blood in Father. There's no redemptive uh, uh, there it's just saying Son. There's no redemptive in just saying Holy Ghost. You have to invoke that name, the blood name, the revealed name, the redemptive name. There's salvation in no other name there in Acts 4.12. Take a look at it, Acts 2.38. Repent, be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. You want your sins remitted? There's only one way, and that's after you have repented, baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, born of the water, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, born of the Spirit. No triune there. Anybody says that is absolutely blind to the true gospel of Jesus Christ. And Acts 8, 16, only they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Uh, Philip going down there, they called for Peter, laying hands on him, they received the Holy Ghost, born of the water and the Spirit. We see it again in Acts, the 10th chapter. They preached Jesus Christ and the Holy Ghost fell, they received the Holy Ghost. Peter said, can any man forbid water that they should not be baptized who have received the Holy Ghost as well as we? He didn't suggest that he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Uh, Acts, the 10th chapter, the house of Cornelius, the first Gentile of the Italian band bought into the church. We see it again in Acts 19. There we have a bunch of Baptists, good fundamentalist believers, but they weren't saved. How do we know that? Because in Acts 19, uh, there Paul comes into their company and said, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? They said, sirs, we don't know whether there be any Holy Ghost. We're not born in the spirit. We don't even know what you're talking about. He said unto them, what were you baptized? If baptism has nothing to do with it, why would Paul even ask or even mention baptism? Unto them, what were you baptized? They said unto John's baptism. Well, that was the previous truth before the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. Uh, but now after the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, uh, then it requires, born of the water and the spirit, that Christ must suffer and enter into his glory and the repentance and remission of sin shall be preached, what? In his name. That name of the Father and of the Son of the Holy Ghost is Jesus only. There is not a triune. Anybody says it's a triune has denied the God because there's only three. One uh, scripture in the word of God that says there are three spirits. Any kind of a triune God at all is in Romans 16, 13. John saw it, gave us the whole revelation of it, and said, I saw three unclean spirits like frogs. They're unclean. These are spirits of devils working miracles. Do they work miracles? Yes. The Lord said they would. He would send strong delusion that they'd be uh, damned who received not the love of the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness righteousness through all power of signs, miracles, and lying wonders. Just because there's a miracle does not mean and re uh, that they are in the truth. Matter of fact, he said, this will be if it were possible to see the very elect. Only the ones that are trusting in the Lord God and being led of the Holy Ghost will be sealed. The Trinity, the triune believers will not be sealed because it's only the one God sealing. Knowing who he is and except you believe that he is the father, 
you shall die in your sins. John 8, 24. Why? They understood not. He spake of the Father, John 8, 27. They still don't understand it today. Why? Because they they have believed this Mr. Babylon, the great, the mother of harlots and abominations of the world. They have this proclamation of this triune God is going all over the world and all the nations are drunk with the wine of her fornication. That she has denied the only Lord God. She wears the scarlet. She wears the purple, but she can't wear the blue. Why can't she wear the blue? Because the blue is the father. It's the heavenly expanse, the father of glory, the glory of God. She cannot wear the blue. She can wear a purple and scarlet and the rest of it in gold and all the different pearls that she wears, but she cannot wear the blue. Why? Because she denies, denies the only Lord God. You'll find that in Isaiah 43, 10, that you are my witnesses, the true witnesses of God, the ones that know their God, that God said, you are my witnesses, thus saith the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, that you may know, believe me and understand, I am he. There's only one there, not a trinity, not a triune, not a three persons in one God in some hypostatic union, which is nonsense. It is the ones that God is believing now, pulling out of this, this damnable doctrine of a trinity that they are coming into the true God, one God in eternal life. They're thinking on the name of Jesus there by faith in the operation of God, having the spiritual circumcision of the heart that they may believe with the heart. There's no other name, Romans 10, 9, confession made with the mouth, but with the heart man believeth. How does that heart believe? The heart is circumcised. There's no other way. That is in the spirit, having your conscience purged from dead works to serve the living God. There is through faith in the operation of God, God taking a spiritual scalpel, taking and evoking the name of Jesus, cutting off the foreskin of the heart, the body, the sins of the flesh destroyed by baptism, water baptism in the name of Jesus Christ. This, as we said, the fundamentalist over there in Acts the 19th chapter, they had repented. They're called brethren. Are they saved? The answer is no. Why? Because Paul has to tell them the present truth of the word of God. You live by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. That's present truth. For the path of the justice as a shining light that shineth more and more into the perfect day. Why are we talking so emphatically? Because it's the soul. The souls are in the balance of heaven and hell. It simply must be obeyed unto the truth. Lest one singular promise slip us, any of us should come short of entering into his rest. What is that in Acts the 19th? Paul said, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? You've got to have that spirit of God. If any man have not the spirit of Christ, he's none of his. You have to be born of the spirit. They didn't even know what the Holy Ghost was. They never heard it. And how shall they hear without a preacher? And he said, sirs, we don't even know whether there be any Holy Ghost. That was a response to Paul. Paul said unto them, what were you baptized? Because baptism opens the door, baptize what? By in water. That is born of the water, that the body, the sins of the flesh are cut off there by baptism. That sins that are in the spirit of man are cut off only by one way, not repentance, but by baptism in the name of Jesus Christ. And he said unto them, what were you baptized? They said, unto John's baptism. Well, then Paul went ahead and explained and said, well, yes, truly, John did baptize with water under repentance, saying that he, they should look on him that should come after him. He's decreased. Jesus must increase. And after they heard that and Paul preached to them, Jesus, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. 
They were baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. And Paul laid hands on them. They received the Holy Ghost and spake with tongues and prophesied, born of the water and the spirit. Take a look at Acts 22. Acts 22, Paul talks about his conversion on the Damascus Road. Very simply, here's a man there that as he comes over that Damascus Road, uh, there in uh, uh, Acts the 19th chapter, and uh, I'm sorry, Acts 22, that he's on that Damascus Road, knocked down by great light and says, who art thou, Lord? He said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. Notice what he says. Paul goes on there and he says, they that were with him saw indeed the light, that light of God, God is light and in him is no darkness at all. Who is that? Jesus Christ, the son of living God is the father of glory revealed. There is only one spirit there, not three. And it said, what shall I do, Lord? That's Paul's response. What shall I do? And the Lord said unto me, arise, go into Damascus, and there shall be told thee of all things which thou art appointed for you to do. And Paul said, when I could not see for the glory of that light, it blinded him. And that is being led by the hand of them that were with me. I came unto Damascus and one Ananias. Here comes a prophet, a devout man according to the law, having good report of all the Jews which dwelt there came unto me and stood and said unto me, Brother Saul, receive thy sight. Now here's the man that has seen the light of God. He has seen the Lord, God Almighty, hands a revelation of his name. Who are you? I am Jesus. Uh, that's the only true God in eternal life, Jesus Christ. He's told what he is to do as a light to the Gentiles. Uh, he is healed of his blindness and still his sins remain. Now take a look. And he said, that same hour, Paul said, I looked up upon him and he said, the God of our fathers have chosen you, Paul, that thou shouldest know his will and thou know that just one, not a just trinity, a just one, God is one, and shouldest hear the voice of his mouth. There's no trinity there, never has been. Now, watch what happens. For thou shalt be his witness unto all men, which thou hast seen and heard. He's a witness of the Lord God Almighty. Here's a man that's seen God, has a revelation of the name Jesus, uh, knows his call, heal of his blindness. Watch the next verse. Uh, and he said there, Ananias talking to Paul, said, and now why tarryest thou? Arise and be baptized. Why? Because baptism is essential for salvation. Anybody says it's not, has never read the word of God and seen the truth, the God of this world blinded their eyes. He says, arise and be baptized, Saul, and wash away your sins. How? Calling on the name of the Lord. Paul was baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. There is no other way. When you see Colossians 2, verse 10 through 12, states there very simply, and you are complete in him, which is ahead of all principality and power, in whom, what? Also you are circumcised, that's a circumcision of the heart, with the circumcision made without hands, a spiritual circumcision, in putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ, how? Buried with him in baptism, Colossians 2.12. Friend, there is no other way. Anyone that comes and says that baptism is not essential 
for salvation is an enemy of your soul and an enemy of the cross. And he says, buried with him in baptism, wherein also you're risen with him. How? Through the faith. There's faith there. Through the faith of the operation of God, when whom he hath raised from the dead. God, uh, through faith in this operation, God takes a, an operation with a spiritual scaffold, invoking the name of Jesus Christ by baptism and cuts off the body of the sins of the flesh from your heart, from your spirit. Now you are a Jew. Why? Because you've had the circumcision of the heart. If you have not been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ uh, and you say you're saved and you are Jews and are not because he said you're the synagogue of Satan. There would be a very uh, terrible, catastrophic hearing of the voice of God saying, depart from me, you that work iniquity, I never knew you. Why? Because you didn't do the will of God. You were not even born again. There it is imperative that we take on the name of Jesus Christ. There's no other way except through repentance and being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, born of the water, and receiving the gifts of the Holy Ghost, born of the Spirit. Let no man uh, tell you any otherwise. Read the word of God. Search you out of the book and read. Not one of these things will fail. It there and all through the book of Acts. Acts 2, 38, 4, 12, Acts 8, 16, Acts 10, Acts 19, Acts 22. Everyone was baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. No one ever was baptized in the name Father, Son, Holy Ghost because that's not the name. The name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost is Jesus Christ. Mark 16, go in the wall all the world and preach this gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. It did not say he that believeth and is saved shall be baptized, which is an error with most of the Protestant churches in the world that are coming out of that false doctrine into the true and real doctrine of Christ, taken on his name, for as many as been baptized into Christ, they put on Christ, that's your wedding garment. Without that wedding garment, we cannot stay in that marriage supper of the Lamb. We will be cast out, seeing that we have not on a wedding garment. Lest adhere to the truth, and that belief is to trust and adhere to and obey under righteousness, unto holiness, the word of God that no one deceive you by any means. That is the true. There's only one way to be born again. And not only it's repentance, but repentance and baptism in the name of Jesus Christ is a spiritual circumcision of the heart in the spirit, that conscience purged from dead works to serve the living God. And then don't stop there going and get the Holy Ghost with the outward evidence of speaking in other tongues, baptized with the Holy Ghost and that with fire. Well, I hope this has been a message there, shake you. If you haven't been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, then what doth hinder you from doing so? Take on the name of Jesus Christ, be born of the water and the spirit, be born again, and you'll see it opens the door of great light to those that have an ear to hear. If you already are, we're going on. If you're baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, praise God. You're going on to the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ, uh, there being born again, then then knowing that he is the father of glory, that's little children. Don't stop there, go to young men, doing the will of God, and then on to fathers, knowing him that's from the beginning in full measure of the statue of Jesus Christ. We must come to that measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ unto a perfect, spotless, blameless church uh, 
in the perfect image of Jesus Christ in order to have entrance into the kingdom of heaven. If God is more witness with you in this word, please give us a shout out, give us an email. We love to hear from you. Sealing God's people at DennisBeard.org. That's my email. Drop me a message. I'll get back to you so we can work together. Again, sealing God's people at DennisBeard.org. We pray for every one of you that God perfect all that which is lacking in each one of us, that we all may be presented blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ in both spirit, soul, and body. Until the next time, this is Brother Dennis Beard saying, Behold, the real Jesus.